Hey guys, welcome back to News They Ain't Telling You. We have a lot of quick news. I feel like I say that every day. Um, I just want to let everyone know that we are actively trying to get members of Congress to come on our show via Zoom and talk to us about anything and everything. We believe that connecting you guys to Congress is the answer to get you guys more involved in Politics 101. So we are actively trying. You guys have no idea how hard this is. So just wanted to let you guys know. All right, quick news. Here we go. Um, first and foremost, President Biden is using executive order on ghost guns and a couple other pieces of gun type of gun control issues. It is an executive order. It's not a legislative order. Um, ghost guns, for those who don't know, are basically handmade guns that hobbyists um, make in their home. They make guns. They make bullets, things like that. And so it means there's no serial number or ghost guns can be guns that literally the serial number is sort of wiped clean. And then when they're found at a homicide, they have no idea where these guns are. So it's stricter regulations on ghost guns. He believes that's the first step. He's very limited on what he can do in terms of guns. So this to him is step one. Um, five states account for 43% of the new COVID cases. You guys can probably guess what those five states are. I'm not going to list them because... They're cliche, cliche. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene raised $3.2 million in her first three months in office. Three times more than everyone's love, AOC. $3.2 million. And mind you, she sent out no fundraising emails, no fundraising alerts. She just raised this all on her own. So that should scare the living crap out of every single reasonable American out there. Because this woman is off her rocker crazy and she raised $3.2 million in three months. Crazy. Vice Pre former Vice President Pence signed a seven-figure book deal for two books. I don't know what he has to say that's so important that he needs two books. But clearly, he is setting himself up for 2024, thinking he actually has a shot. He does not. He is the first former member of the Trump administration to get a rather large book deal. I don't know what he's going to say in it. I don't care what he's going to say in it. I'm sure that it won't do very well because no one really likes Mike Pence. It's just that simple. The Kentucky governor has signed a bipartisan bill expanding voting access. That's right. Kentucky is expanding voting access in a bipartisan manner. So if Kentucky can do it, Kentucky, the 49th poorest state in America, segregated state in America, if they can do it, what the heck is going on in the other 49 states? 445 migrant children that were separated at the border under the Trump administration still haven't been found. Like, literally, we don't know as a country where these 445 children are. I mean, I think I know where these kids ended up, but we all can go down our different alleys. I guess I've seen too many episodes of Law & Order SVU. Uh, Justice Breyer is warning the public about SCOTUS's Supreme Court's public standing. Now, the fact that Justice Breyer is the one that's speaking kind of publicly about this, he's sort of like the the Justice Thomas of, of the left side, meaning meaning only this. He's the quiet one. He doesn't really ever do many opinions or dissents. He sort of left that to RBG or Sonia or Elena. 
he's just quiet. And uh, he came out because I believe that he realizes he's probably going to retire very soon. So he's trying to wrap it all up. And he basically says, we're seeing too many cases where we're having to legislate. That's not what the Supreme Court is for. And I'm nervous with this threat of packing the court how that's going to transform the Supreme Court's view on the whole. So it was actually a really good piece, and you guys should check it out. Um, Giuliani's son apparently is considering running for New York governor. Um, He, of course, worked under the Trump administration. He, of course, is the son of infamous Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Yeah, New York governor's race is going to be wild, as is the California governor's race. If both of them survive, Como and Newsom, to run for re-election in 2022, let me tell you, that is going to be, those are going to be two races to be seen. Everyone and their mother is going to be running. So you're going to hear names just keep popping up. Um, I have a couple more about that in a little bit. The Capitol rioters are beginning to flip on one another like we knew we would. Like, you know, they're going in front of the court and saying, no, he started. No, he started. No, he started. So it's pretty great to see because they're all flipping. Uh, So who knows? A senior aide to Senator Feinstein suggests that she is ready to gut the filibuster. And what I think is so funny about this is Schumer spent so much time trying to set up Feinstein to retire because he thought she was going to be the one that really held on to the filibuster. And he thought, oh, Manchin, Cinema, I'll get them later. Feinstein's the one that I'm going to send a falsehood that she's too old and all of this stuff. And she's the one saying, no, no, I'm open to it, where Manchin and Cinema are basically saying, F you, we're not moving. So way to go, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. What a guy. All right, Boner, you guys all remember him, the former Speaker of the House who quit abruptly and and whistled zippity-doo-dah as he was doing it, is blaming Trump for January 6th. Okay, and the sky is blue. Uh, President Biden is officially going to finish Trump's wall. (laughs) Uh, And that is because since the wall was in construction mode, there are now large pieces of it missing. And apparently with this border issue going on um the highest border intake we've seen uh, a migrant intake we've seen uh in like a decade uh so he's like yeah i guess i should finish this wall a lot of people are coming for him but this is when i a while back i said once the wall is starting to get processed it's hard to stop that train so he's finishing it because if he stops it it could be even more of a train wreck and you know all of the squad is going crazy about it and all that So sometimes it really sucks being president of the United States. Um, Georgia is going to lift all COVID restrictions. They are going to be like Texas. Uh, Mitch McConnell has said that corporate America should stay out of politics except for donations. Donations are totally fine. Give us all your money. But we just don't want to hear what your opinion is on anything. So just give us your money and, and shut your mouth. That's what McConnell is saying. So corporate America has finally started to turn on McConnell, and he doesn't know what to do. Virginia is moving up legalizing marijuana to this summer, so it'll be a handful of other states that will be fully legal. Virginia is turning into this super liberal state, and I never saw that coming. Uh, Senator Cinema says that she's going to defend the filibuster. No ifs, ands, or buts, meaning she will not vote to get rid of the filibuster. Manchin said, I am a solid no. There is nothing you can say. There is nothing you can do. So again, Schumer went crazy over Feinstein. He should have been paying more attention to Manchin and Cinema. I'm going to get into Manchin for the millionth trillionth time here a little bit later, so stay with us. Caitlyn Jenner is considering a, a run for governor of California. 
Um, she is currently being advised by Trump's former campaign manager. So that seems like a team in the right direction. Again, we're going to see so many people run in 2022 if Gavin Newsom survives the recall. That's what happened when Gray Davis got actually recalled. That's how we got Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor. And let me tell you from experience, just because you like the person who's a celebrity or whatever does not make them a good governor, a good president, as we learned with Trump, as we learned with Arnold Schwarzenegger. What Schwarzenegger did to the state is astronomical. And thank God Jerry Brown came in once again and saved our asses. But Caitlyn Jenner, the reason that it bothers me is she has no political experience. Once again, we're going to set, I don't know, like Matthew McConaughey running in Texas. No, I want a governor who has political experience. You are basically the president of a state, especially a state like California. We are so important to the rest of the country. So yeah. All right. Uh, President Biden is going to throw a Hail Mary to end the war in Afghanistan. Obviously, we have that May 1st deadline to pull out of Afghanistan officially. I don't think that he's going to make it because as we as was about to go on air today, there was a uh, the Taliban were attacking a base in Afghanistan because they obviously don't want us to leave. So he wants to try to have peace talks. I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like we're going to be in Afghanistan forever. It's the longest standing war we've ever been in in America over who knows what. All right. Congressman Gates is he he apparently saw a preemptive pardon from Trump when Trump was still in office. And Trump apparently said, yeah, no, not doing that for you. So that's interesting. Why would you ask for a pardon if you haven't done anything wrong? And to add on to that, the feds are apparently looking into a trip that he took to the Bahamas, where him and a friend apparently had female escorts, and they believe that sex trafficking was going on. So there's that. We shall see. Uh, Bezos is in favor of the corporate tax and the infrastructure bill. Bezos, of course, is the richest man in the world. He owns Amazon. He owns us all. Here's my thing with Bezos. Before everyone gets too too excited about like, oh, Bezos, the richest man in the world, is in favor of this corporate tax and infrastructure bill. No, Bezos wants a win because he does not want Amazon to unionize. And they are in a deep battle right now. And so he feels like if he gives them, oh, here's the corporate tax. You guys are great. I'll pay this. I don't mind paying this. But I'm still not unionizing. Then he looks like the good guy when he's not. Because you guys should really Google Amazon warehouse working conditions. And you'll see why it's disgusting that these people are not allowed to unionize. We're talking about the richest man in the world who could do all the things. He could be in favor of infrastructure bill. He could be in favor of the corporate tax because he hasn't paid taxes in 20 years. And he could also unionize Amazon, period. But he's not. And he's trying to throw you guys a bone. So don't take the bone because he is not a good man. He is an evil man. And he's the world's richest man who made billions off of COVID alone. All right. So a respiratory expert has confirmed that George Floyd died of asphyxiation. Obviously glad that a expert is in there saying that. So hopefully again, I said this the other day, justice will prevail. Shaquille O'Neal, of course, the ex uh, NBA player, he was at a jewelry store and he saw someone buying an engagement ring and he randomly paid for the man's engagement ring. I just thought that that was a really cute story because Shaquille O'Neal is super rich and it's not from the NBA. It is from uh, business investments. Lance Armstrong's son is accused of sexual assaults from when he was 18 and the girl was 16. 
it is a case of he said, she said, he's saying it was consensual, she's saying it wasn't. So well, hopefully the truth will prevail. Elon Musk's business partner says he that Elon Musk could build a real-life Jurassic Park. Elon Musk, please don't do that. Have you not seen the movies? This will not end well. It never ends well. Uh, the WNBA introduced brand new Nike uniforms. They're pretty legit. Um, they still have the sponsors on them because the, the WNBA doesn't get enough money. But but the uniforms as whole are pretty legit. And everyone, I've said this to you guys before, please support the WNBA. They need the support. They, they, they desperately need it. So check those uniforms out because they're actually really, really cool. And last but not least, P. Diddy, Diddy, whatever he wants to call himself, he literally wrote an open letter to corporate America all while maybe he forgot, but he's part of corporate America. He's got the vodka, the Sean John clothes. The He's part of corporate America, but he belittled corporate America and it backfired because Twitter went crazy on him and we're like, dude, you are corporate America. What are you talking about? So that's the quick news. Let's get into Senator Manchin because we just can't seem to talk stop talking about him. Senator Manchin, I am so sick of talking about Senator Manchin. I've made TikTok videos. I've made videos on here. I've made uh, Twitter videos. I mean, I'm so sick of talking about him. He is getting more attention than any other senator. He gets more attention than the president of the United States. He gets more attention than the first woman vice president of the United States of America. Okay, he has more power than anyone. And the reason he has more power is because of Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer did not do his job in 2020 and get us more seats. And therefore, it made Cinema and Manchin very, very powerful. Because here's the truth. Senator Manchin has not changed. He has been the exact same senator since he entered the Senate. He has always said he is a guy that's for bipartisan. He has always voted center-right. He's from West Virginia, where in a lot of ways he has to vote that way. And he is the same guy. He's the same exact guy. He came out and he said, no if, ands, or buts. I am not voting for the filibuster to remove the filibuster. Not happening no matter what you can give me. Thank you, President Biden, for giving my wife a job, but nope, not doing it. Not surprised. The filibuster is going to stay. There is no way around it. You need Cinema, who said no as well, and you need Manchin. That's it. It's the whole enchilada. And instead of complaining about Senator Manchin all the time, how about you go to Schumer and say, how are we going to get more seats in 2022? Because if we don't get more seats in 2022, then we're going to be in the exact same situation and we're looking at a lame duck president with power. How pathetic is that? So the ball to me is in Chuck Schumer's court, not in Senator Manchin's court. Again, he has been the exact same guy. President Biden started his whole campaign on priding himself on unity and the fact that he has worked with these people for 40 years and he would be able to bring everyone together. And he's struggling with that. In his mind, I think he's still thinking it's the 90 Senate where there's some sort of hope for bipartisanship. And that's not going to happen. And the only way that you are going to get anything done, President Biden, is by truly compromising, is by stop trying to push everything into one bill to try to get it done because then the Republicans have something to run on. That is all I'm seeing from the re Republican side is they're looking at this infrastructure bill and they're saying, why is child care in it? Why is elder care in it? Why is this? Why are you crushing everything into one bill? If it's a simple bill of infrastructure and it's about bridges and roads and airports, 
they have nothing to run on. But when you add in all the extras, then people, even like Joe Manchin, can be like, whoa, 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 we can't do this. And I know it's all bull with Republicans saying they don't want to spend this money because they added so much debt under the Trump administration. But that's where we are. So we have to win more seats in 2022. It's just that simple. And we have a handful of senators who are vulnerable. We have AOC going down to Nevada and saying, point blank, the Democratic Socialist Party has a place inside the Democratic Party, and we're here to make that known. When you have a senator, Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, who was up for re-election, when she barely won her, her election to begin with in 2016, she's up for re-election. She wants nothing to do with socialism, but we have one of our own down there saying socialism is okay. So this is a problem. This is a big problem. And this falls on Schumer, not Manchin. Same guy. Same guy from West Virginia. And I just, again, I want to irritate. This is how ridiculous Schumer can be and horrible of a majority leader that he is because he chose the wrong person to go after. I said it a little bit earlier. He chose to go after Feinstein thinking that she was going to be the wild card. And the whole time, he should have been working on cinema or mansion. And who knows if either one of them was going to crack. Because let's be honest, they are who they are. However, he made a decision to go after her thinking, okay, she's never going to be. Well, she did bend all on her own. Had nothing to do with you. But you still need the other two to bend as well. So I think that at the end of the day, like I've said a million times now, this is not a mansion issue. This is a Chuck Schumer didn't do his job in 2020 issue. Prayed to God that we won Georgia. We won Georgia and he got the majority and now he doesn't know what to do with it. It is that simple. I am so sick of people saying, well, what do you want us to do? The Republicans won't meet us. Well, they won't meet us because we're handing them candy to eat all day long. Just candy to run off of, to get a sugar high. Because these bills that we're handing them is stacked with so much stuff that I can barely even understand it. So go back to simple bills one by one by one by one and make them accountable of why don't you want to vote for roads? Why don't you want to vote for airports? Why don't you want to vote for... Put that on the ballot. But when you add in, we're going to have clean new energy. A guy like Joe Manchin can't vote for that. He is from West Virginia. And I am here to say for the millionth, trillionth time, if we lose that seat and we try to push Joe Manchin out and it turns red, you're going to get a true Republican who will never vote for us. Joe Manchin came through solid on Obamacare. Joe Manchin has come through many a times. And if we didn't have that vote, we wouldn't have had the legislation passed. So lay off of the Joe Manchin thing. It's not his issue. Have issue with Chuck Schumer all day long. Hold him accountable. He's the majority leader. It is his job to get the caucus together to vote and do his thing. Just think if Nancy Pelosi was the majority leader. Good Lord. So that is all I'm saying. I am sick of talking about Joe Manchin. I hope I don't have to talk about Joe Manchin from here on out, but I probably will in like two weeks. So there's that. All right, so I thought it would be fun to switch it up. We're going to do one word with a little bit of a twist. Um, I actually love country music. Not modern country music, really. More like country music from when I grew up. And so I thought it'd be fun to do one word with the queens of country. And also, I'm going to say what my favorite song is of theirs. So um, go ahead, Sam. Okay, uh, Barbara Mandrill. 
Mandrell. Mandrell. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Mandrell. She's not as known. It's okay. She was really big in like the 70s and 80s and then she just like retired. Um, Barbara Mandrell. One word for Barbara Mandrell is... Um, uh, quick. Because she came and she went. Like she retired very like when she was on top, you know. Um, and then my favorite Barbara Mandrell is, song is Sleeping Single in a Double Bed. If you guys like listen to that song and don't feel like your energy is lifted, it's the funnest song. I just think she's so great. Okay. The Chicks. Oh, yes. Oh, I saw them in concert the year of all the drama with Toby Keith and when they try to cancel her, them. Um, okay. Uh, strong. Strong is the word for that. And my favorite chick song is probably um uh oh my gosh I can see the album in my head uh it's a, it's a, um long time gone I love that song okay Shania Twain Ugh, I used to love Shania Twain what happened to Shania Twain she went off the rocker a little bit um she had like a Trump incident and she's not even American she's like Canadian um Shania Twain uh you know what she's a survivor though like her husband cheated on her with her best friend and all that um and apparently she has like Lyme disease or something um okay and my favorite Shania Twain because like her first two albums were like monumental I mean they were huge so Shania Twain my favorite Shania Twain song is man I feel like a woman it's a great song Dolly Parton uh the queen of country Dolly um uh, love that's that's what i think of and my favorite dolly parton song oh gosh this is so hard because she has so many songs <laughs> uh you know what probably nine to five because i just love what it symbolizes in the movie and the fact that she like used her nails to like figure out the song and all that yeah nine to five patsy klein oh patsy klein um tragic is patsy klein she died so young. And my favorite Patsy Cline song is um, Walking After Midnight. It's a classic song. Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Uh, this is going to be funny to some people. I'm going to say Loretta Lynn is feminist to me because she literally wrote a song called The Pill about birth control um, in like the 60s. And, like, about how she didn't want to have any more kids. And, like, it was very, like, whoa. But yet she still wore the really big, like, country dresses and stuff. So I'm going to say feminist. And um, and Loretta Lynn, my – oh, my favorite song of hers is the one she did with um, – what's his name from The Stroke? Oh, is it Jack White? Is that – oh, uh, she did a song, Portland, Oregon. That's why I love that song. Reba McIntyre. She's, like, the mini queen of country, and uh, she is, like, Dolly Parton Jr. in that she's just a kind person, and no one knows her political stands on anything. Um, okay, Reba McIntyre, to me, her one word is uh, funny. I think she's just, like, funny. Everything about her is funny. And, um, I mean, her accent's even funny. It's so thick. Um, and my favorite Reba – oh, this is so hard because I love all of Reba's songs. Um – you know what? I'm going to go with like old school. Some of you old school people may know it, but it's this old song, I think, from like her second album. It's called Whoever's in New England. I don't know why I love it so much, but I just like I could listen to that. Or I'm going to pick two because she's so fabulous. Um, if you see him, the duet that she did with uh, 
the lady Antebell- Lady A's mom, the lead singer's mom, duets with her. I love that song too. But yeah, that was fun. Queens of Country. All right, guys. Until next time, make sure you check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen, make sure you listen on Spotify, iTunes, and of course you can watch on YouTube. Make sure and push that little subscribe button. Until next time, OG of HRC, signing out.